Good day and welcome to today's Doctor and Your Has podcast. Today I am going to be talking about strep throat infection and also will be sharing some of the ways strep throat present in children, the signs and some of the symptoms children have when they suffer from strep infection of their throat. Strep throat is caused by a bacteria called streptococcus. In medical terms, we could call it streptococcus pyogenes. Both parents don't have to remember the medical terms. Just remembering strep throat is good enough. Now, it is important to know that there has been an optic in the number of cases I see in my practice. For a couple of weeks, I've seen an uptick in the number of cases I usually see for strep. So something's going on. The school nurses are referring more kids to be tested for strep. So parents have to be alert for some of the signs and symptoms that could suggest that their children have strep infection. Just like these couple of kids that I saw in my office, they were about five years of age. They presented with similar symptoms. They have fever. They have pain in their throat and they have this rash which is scary to parents. The rash is usually on the trunk. In one of the kids, the rash came two days after he developed fever and pain in the throat. So what worried this parent is the presence of this rash. She wanted to know what it is and where it came from. But luckily I've seen this rash before and it's called sandpaper rash. It feels like sandpaper. It is also called scalatina rash or scarlet rash. If you touch it, it feels like sandpaper. And in fact, I had some students with me and I, I made them feel the rash and they confirmed it felt like sandpaper. So, but again, these kids presented with pain in the throat, fever, and this rash that developed two days later. Like I said, I haven't seen this many times. I suspected strep throat infection. And to confirm that, I had to do rapid strep antigen test on these kids. Rapid antigen test is taking a swab stick and swabbing, getting some samples from the children's throats. Usually kids don't like this aspect of going to the doctor. Some will never open their mouth for you to take a sample of their throat. So they will fight and resist and scream. Gonna need a cooperative parent to restrain the child while the child is lying down to hold the hands at the elbow level or the forearm level and the doctor will collect the sample from the throat. It's kind of uh, swabbing the throat and collecting the sample. And while you're swabbing the throat, you can look and see some of the exudates that Doctors or clinicians see when a child is suffering from strep throat, they have some yucky yellow exudates, which some parents could see when they ask the child to open their mouth, to look in their mouth and see if they could figure out what is causing the child's pain. So some parents do that and they will report to the doctors or the clinicians that they saw some yellow exudate at the back of the child's Throat. So that is what the doctor or the clinician should be targeting when they don't want a throat swab to take a sample of that. If it is there, if it's not there, they will scrub the wall of the pharynx and get a sample and test it. Usually the test comes back in a couple of minutes. It's done right there in the office. 
and also when you look into the throat of children with strep throat infection, you may see some what we call petechia hemorrhages, which are pinpoint hemorrhages like blood, tiny blood stains in the uvula and the soft palate. So these are things you look for when you're lucky enough to get into the child's throat. Some children will cooperate and open their throat and the doctors will conveniently take samples of that exudate and test it out right there in the office to make a diagnosis of strep throat. And making a diagnosis and treating the child with antibiotics is important because the earlier the diagnosis of strep throat is made and the earlier the antibiotics is started, the, the greater chance the doctors have for preventing some of the complications and of course reducing the severity of the illness. So back on these children that I saw recently, both of them tested positive for strep A infection. I started both of them on antibiotics. Amoxicillin was what I used and also prescribed medicines to reduce their fever. Starting antibiotics on time, like I said, reduces the severity of illness and could also prevent some of the complications. What are the potential complications of strep throat? Talking about complications, in places where children don't have adequate healthcare resources, there might be delay in making diagnosis of strep throat and treating these children, which might increase their risk for developing these complications I'm going to be talking about. There are two complications I want to talk about in this podcast. One is a potential complication that occurs in a kidney that causes kidney damage, which could manifest later in one or two weeks as blood in the urine. A child or mother notices or father notices blood in the child's urine. And at this time, people have forgotten that a week prior, two weeks earlier, the child had strep infection of the throat. So the presence of strep in the body and in the throat could result in kidney damage what we call acute glomerulonephritis, which is a damage to the glomerulus of the kidney. So that is one complication, one potential complication. Another potential complication is what we call acute rheumatic fever. Acute rheumatic fever is a condition where the heart is involved, the heart valves are involved. There is brain involvement that leads to tremor and emotional instability. And there is arthritis as well. And if this continues, this acute rheumatic fever continues, it can lead to more chronic damage of the heart called rheumatic heart disease. Nobody wants any of this. And the remarkable thing with this acute rheumatic fever and rheumatic heart disease is that they can occur weeks, even months after somebody had suffered strep throat infection. And at that time, they might have forgotten that they did suffer strep throat infection. But the good thing is, Making a diagnosis early and starting treatment early might prevent some of these complications that we talked about, which are damage to the kidney and damage to the heart. Parents and clinicians alike should always be looking for some of the potential complications of strep throat. Other complications could be, of course, ear infections, infection of sinuses, and in fact, sometimes the bacteria could overwhelm the blood system that it causes meningitis, but this is rare. And there are times when kids need a shot of penicillin to treat their strep throat, especially when a child is not taking the antibiotic, vomiting the antibiotics. There are kids who would not take any medication no matter what. Those are the kind of kids that need to go to the emergency room and give a penicillin shot. 
in their muscle to prevent them from getting or being at risk for kidney damage, which we already talked about, or rheumatic heart disease, which is damage to the heart valves. We've learned a few things about strep throat, how it's present in children, at least those more than three years, four years, five years of age, how doctors make diagnosis, the common potential complications, and the need to start treatment early to prevent those common potential complications. And of course, I think the prevention is to be on the lookout for signs and symptoms of strep throat infection. The takeaway here is to be on the lookout for signs and symptoms of strep throat infection in your children, especially in this part of the world, the United States, when the uptake is very high at this moment, this period of time. And of course, in all over the world, I'm sure parents are watching and are listening to this podcast all over the world, to be on lookout for your child if they have pain in the throat, refusal to eat, because in little kids who cannot verbalize they have pain in the throat, their symptoms might just be loss of appetite. They can't eat. They can't swallow. They're afraid to eat. They're afraid of swallowing. They have fever and they have a rash. So that is enough to make you suspect strep throat infection and alert the children doctor so that they could intervene and test the kid for strep and see if the child has strep and to initiate treatment immediately to prevent all these complications, all these potential complications that we talked about already. Thank you so much for listening and please share this podcast. I think it's a very important podcast 